Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Hey. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm ready for a movie. What about you? I am always ready for a movie, so yeah. Excellent. Pretty much excellent. Excellent. It's a good Easter joke. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Do you know what we're watching? I never know. I do not know what we're Uh, watching. What are we watching? I feel like sometimes you may have an inkling. No, never. Not yet. Man, I am good. (laughs) Okay. Um, We are watching a movie. you know, it's a little charged. It's called Short Circuit. <gasps> Short Circuit? Yeah, have you seen it? Um, have you heard I don't of it? think so. Yeah, there's a robot in it. Okay. It's another sci-fi movie. What, yes. Yeah, what what about it? What do you know about it? Um, there's a robot and like I think things go wrong. <laughs> okay. I mean, the name <laughs> Short Circuit. Yeah, that gets you halfway there, right? Yeah, I'm picturing like um like a silver robot like it's like gray metal. Okay. And very boxy. Boxy? Um, yeah. Like the trash can robots in Star Wars? Go, go. The ones that have just the legs? Um, no. I'm I'm picturing a specific robot. Like, I think I've seen, like, the VHS cover or something. Oh, VHS covers. I know. So great. I know. They were kind of like smartphones before smartphones because of their dimensions, you know, when you held them. Hmm. A little bit. Versus a widescreen, you know, when okay. you watch a movie, it's a widescreen, the the sixteen nine, you know, VHSs are, yeah, vertical in tiny widths. Anyway, I'm feeling, feel, I'm just literally thinking it's like full circle, you know, like you used to have, back in the 80s, you had these like high, like, anyway, full circle. <laughs> okay. We're in smartphones, VHSs, smartphones or VHSs. I'm going insane, apparently. <laughs> I think you just need to relax and watch a good movie. I think I do. Let's do it. All right, let's go. Okay. It's the ultimate soldier. It doesn't get happy. It doesn't get sad. It doesn't laugh at your jokes. It is quite simply Jim. the most sophisticated robot on Earth. At Nova Robotics, the future is in good hands. You did real good. Just keep working on those last two bars. Thanks to Dr. Newton Crosby. Originally, I designed it as a marital aid. But artificial intelligence has gotten too smart. No. It's malfunctioning. It might not do anything. But it could decide to blow away anything that moves, couldn't it? Because $11 million worth of robot just hit the road. Wow! Number five is alive. Welcome to my planet. Just have to find number five, get some answers. Why don't you come on in my house? And it's got a lot of living to do. Whatever it takes to put that stupid contraption out of commission, that's what you do. Me input. Haven't had enough of this stuff. More input. More input. And they can seem quite lifelike, but they are still machines. Number five is alive. Nice software. How it happens, who knows, but it has happened. A new comedy adventure from John Badham, the director of War Games. We're gonna be after you. We gotta get out of here now. Keep the light. Ali Sheedy, Steve Gutenberg, and Number Five. Beautiful. 
Short circuit. I am alive. Number five alive. Yeah. <laughs> I was in love with that movie from the before anything went on the screen. Uh-huh. There was like computer digital sounds and music. Yes. And then I was like, okay, this is it. <laughs> this You're is all amazing. In. I was all in. You are a sucker for like digitized noises and like button pushing and clicks and clacks and and just yeah yeah that's good stuff machines running like hearing like card sh- automatic like uh like pins dropping do you know what i would love to have in our house what a time clock that you punch in like this is the oh, totally the... like what you're talking about didn't they have one of those uh we, we saw, saw that... a time yeah we've seen them in, in movies it's just, just it's part of the time yeah that we're watching okay but this movie it, yeah it had me from the moment it started mm-hmm. it was awesome yeah um, <laughs> the way you were introduced the, to the robots, I knew robots were coming. Yeah, obviously because of the, the nature of the title and stuff. Sure. But the way you were introduced to the robots was this like military test. There's all of these tanks coming yes. down a hill. Yes. And it's like the snare drum. Lots of snare drums. Yes. And something's happening, and they're approaching these like little intensity. Yeah. Right. And everyone's watching. Lots of movement, army stuff, and yes. then there's like, I don't know what they're called. These little like bunkers. They're sandhill built bunkers. out of sandbags. Yeah, they're bunkers. Okay. Yes. Or fort. You can call it a fort if you want to. I think more of like pillows when I think of pillow forts, or like <laughs> or like wooden like a- posts, like forts from the quote unquote olden times. <laughs> well. In these little bunkers, as you say? No, let's call it a fort. You really are doubling down on this. Let's call it a fort. Okay, cool. So in behind the sandbags, there's like a little window. Okay. And <laughs> peeping out of it is is a, is a robot. Sure it's is. It's like, ah. Yeah. But they're they're deadly. These are deadly robots that have lasers. They're armed. They are cutting edge technology. Yeah. And they can cut a lime and make a gin and tonic for you. <laughs> After the battlefield... They yeah. can also make a really mean gin and tonic. Yes, that's definitely one of the selling points. It was such, and then there was the pat laughter in that one after when they were doing that. Um, the lasers, though, I love how the uh, the robot's eyes turn red. Yeah, so menacing. I know, so Cylon-y. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you're always looking out for a good Cylon. So, how do you feel now that you watch this one? You happy? Yeah, I am. I am. We, you made a comment that this was a movie that I should have seen oh, when I was a kid. Totally, yes. Um, so I feel like um, I have fulfilled my kid destiny now by finally <laughs> oh. by finally seeing it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a, a piece of my childhood has been put in place. Totally. Like, uh, I, connects in different robot toys were so huge in the 80s transformers obviously were huge in the 80s more than meets the eye exactly Mm -hmm. that's not the right melody but the words are right (laughs) so um (laughs) thanks have you seen the transformers the movie the movie i feel like you showed it to me at some point in our marriage did i make you watch it you need to see this i love that movie (laughs) that movie is amazing the animated yes transformers movie okay I, d- I don't know that we've seen it. I I don't know. I may need to add it to the list just because I need to make sure of you see conversation. it. this <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, robots were huge. This movie 
was obviously a huge fun romp, robot romp. <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em Robots, also huge in the 80s. I remember those commercials and the kids screaming at each other. You remember those? No, I don't. Oh, it's like a little boxing ring. It's a little I square. Kn- and then you like just have little two little controllers and there's like little robots that punch each other. And then one of their heads go like pops up. Yeah, I knew what they were, but I didn't realize that was like our childhood. Oh, yeah. I thought that was older. No, no, no. That was totally our childhood. Unless they had an earlier version, but I very pretty vividly remember it from seeing that on the rotation of the different commercials. Okay. But anyway, I'm super happy that you were able to fulfill this, your destiny of childhood. Yes. Now, <laughs> as an adult watching this, how uh, <laughs> there was a lot in this movie that I do not remember, like as a kid having seen it, because I think the last time I saw this, I was a kid, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. I was definitely under 20, if not under 10, depending. Wow. I, you know. And I don't even remember if I saw it on cable or if I saw it on like a, you know, uh, TBS type thing where they edit it for TV, etc. But. There were a lot of adult jokes. There were a lot of adult jokes. That you're, I mean, back in the 80s, you might have been hoping like that. I would be hoping that goes over your kid's head. Yeah, totally. There was a lot of that. Yeah, like. Especially from Gutenberg's. Yeah. Um, scientist. Oh, his, his co scientist uh, or assistant or whatever. I think he was just another, his lab. He, he was the head scientist, so it was another scientist on his team. So, yeah. 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 They were pretty much like teenage boys talking about girls and just like thinking they're mythical creatures. Yeah. 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 And I'll, yeah. Yeah. Um, man, the, the other the other thing that really struck me about this film was on this viewing, like watching it as an adult. As an adult, mm-hmm. yes, was like how casual it was about the relationship of Ali Sheedy with her ex boyfriend. He's basically <laughs> like harassing her and kind of stalking her, yeah, and trying to steal things like her animals. And it was just such a casual, like he's a jerk, whatever. But <laughs> viewed as an adult. It's just a completely different context. Like, um, Ali, you are walking around with a baseball bat because yes. you know he's a, he's coming around. Yes. Like that should uh, be that's a red flag right there. Uh, yes. Or yes. the fact that he was trying to steal your your dog to sell it to the uh, the what, lab the science it was, lab. It was like an experiment. Like, yeah, like Mabel, whatever it was, just the local lab that was going to test on animals and pay you money for the animal. <laughs> Different times. More weird things from the 80s. More weird things. Um, We haven't like talked about the summary of the movie. Oh, so, yeah. Like, please do. So we talked about they, um, they're they testing out these mm-hmm, robots mm-hmm. for yep. use in like an army application. Yep. And um, during the, what, like the, they're showing everyone how to do it. Like the display. Of- you mean like the demo? Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Yeah, they were so doing like a the demo. during the demonstration, mm-hmm. um, there's a lightning storm. And the mm-hmm. lightning strikes a generator while one of the robots is being charged. Yeah. And it like reroutes his circuitry. And all of a sudden, poof, he's like not an army robot anymore. <laughs> he's kind of like a baby. Yeah. Like trying to figure out the world. And he it makes him. Sorry. It gives him sentience. Like It, it does. I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing because the techs who saw him, they're like, unplug it. And he's like, I'll get to it, Frank. And then he gets like. <laughs> He gets electrocuted and he overloads like that. And then they just kind of like dust him off, look around and they're like, I think he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. And they just totally, it's like a 
$13 million piece of equipment, and they're just, like, sweeping it under the rug. Yeah, when he's obviously limping. Yeah. Like, he yeah, looks yeah. really beat up. He is not working good. So they send him down the line with the other robots, mm-hmm. but he doesn't follow where he's supposed to go because his programming is all screwed up now. Yep. And instead, he leaves the big facility, and he goes out into the wide world, and he's, like, getting information as he goes. Mm-hmm. What does he call it? Input. Input. More input. Yeah. And then he winds up at the house of Ali Sheedy. Yes. And she thinks she, he's an alien, which is really that's great. That's a fun part of the movie. It is. Yeah, they, they have fun with the score there, too. The woo. Like, yeah. 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 And he was in her van. She, like, sells. It's a food truck, right? Or it's a, a food catering? truck. Yeah. That sells, like, um, health food because this is, mm. like, Oregon or something. So. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Yes. And her character, she is like, she has so many rescued animals in her house. During one scene, there's like a skunk in her kitchen. Mm -hmm. She has birds and tons of kittens. That's my favorite. Yeah. Like when there's all these like, I don't know, 15 kittens around her. Don't (laughs) forget her her three-legged dog. And her three-legged dog. Beasley. So she takes in strays. So it's perfect. She finds an alien. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. Not an alien. Didn't she say something? (laughs) She said something like, I knew they'd pick me. (laughs) It's great. Uh, X-Files before the X-Files. There's no fear. She's just completely ecstatic to Mm be um, in communication with another species. Yeah, (laughs) totally. So he just starts sucking in all the information he can, reading all the books. Right, watching TV. Yep. He's like really, he's just Just, taking it all in. Yep. And it's building his personality. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, you know, the lab wants it back because it's an expensive investment. Yeah. And there's, like, the army guys who want to go and, like, shoot it down. But then there's mm-hmm. the scientist played by Steve Gutenberg. Yep, yep. From Cocoon. Mm-hmm. I told he's you in another back. 80s movie. I told you he'd be back. <laughs> so he's, um, he wants, he's, like, curious about what happened. Like, he doesn't want to get the robot and shoot it down. He wants to study. Well. He's, like, just. Yeah. He just wants it back as his robot. Yeah, pretty much. He, he doesn't want them to destroy his work. He right. doesn't know that it's sentient yet. And so he just kind of like wants it's a race, like a race to get it done first. Yeah. That's the problem. There's too much racing. There's a lot of racing. There's a lot of car chases and that kind of, it kind of, the plot kind of unravels a little bit yeah. where there's a lot of, oh, kind of the same problem, like just continually running away mm-hmm. and it gets a little tiring at the end. Yeah. 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 Although as a kid, I wouldn't have probably thought of that. <laughs> I, you know, as a kid, it was just amusing to see uh, a robot driving a truck. Right. And it's hilarious as an adult watching a catering truck, a giant, huge catering truck in like high speed chases, <laughs> but in clunky high speed chases. We're yeah. not talking like, you know, very polished and well paced car chases. It's more like... I don't know. You see ketchup packets and plates flying out as it's turning a corner kind of a thing. Yeah. Like the filming of it was clunky and mm-hmm. um, not not well. It just wasn't done. Yeah. It could have been improved. I'm pretty sure you're going to see better examples of giant trucks and car speed chases in the future in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, Terminator 2 comes to mind. Oh, wait, wait. Was there a truck? What? Oh, well, that's a semi. That's that's a little different. <laughs> that's a great car chase, though. That is an excellent car chase. and Love that movie. It really makes you appreciate the art of the car chase. Yeah, it seems effortless. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I never really thought about it until we watched 
this <laughs> short circuit. <laughs> like how I don't think I have. Yeah. Except in Ronin, there were so many Ronin's car amazing. chases yeah. in yeah. Ronin, but yeah. those are also done. Really those are well. really good. Yeah. Um, but this one made me realize, like, yeah, there it can be done. Mm-hmm. It it is. You have to put a lot of thought into it. I'm sure. I mean, it's a lot. Like it's like anything else. It, you, it's a skill. It's like comedies. Everybody thinks comedy is so easy, but then you try to do it. It can be quite difficult to be funny. <laughs> um, so one thing about this movie that was really, really good mm-hmm. was the puppetry of like the robot. Oh, yeah, totally. And especially like Ali Sheedy and her acting with it. Mm-hmm. Um, she at first I was like, she's really she almost seems like she's overacting mm-hmm. because She's loud and she's she yells at the robot a lot. She yells at everybody in her defense. That's true. Her character's defense. <laughs> she yells at like every character in the That's movie. That's true. Except her neighbor. No, she even yells at her, but in a good way. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, she, um, th- I was just thinking like during the movie, like she had to overact to like make the robot come alive. Mm-hmm. Like there's a scene where um, there she's dancing with the robot. Yeah. Um, to... What's his name? John Travolta. The robot's name? What's the robot's name? Johnny Five. Oh, that's... that's Short Circuit? It's not till the end. Short Circuit. Oh, number five. <laughs> number five. Yep. So she's dancing with number five to Saturday Night Live. No, Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> wow. Okay. And, Keep um, going. I was just watching it. Like, she's she really has to, like, act for both of them mm-hmm. because it's it's her reaction and her overacting that makes him seem like... Like she's responding to his, you know yeah. what I mean? So if yeah. she had to do that and it really does make him seem alive. He, <laughs> this is one of the movies where the intricacies of the practical effects and puppetry, I think it's worth it to watch it just for that. Yeah, the, the puppetry was amazing. You, it's pretty rare to have stuff like that nowadays. There's a couple like filmmakers who really enjoy that and they'll like do like throwback type film development work and have practical effects like that. But the intricacies of the robot were really cool. Actually, it's reminding, it's making me think of Grogu because there's so many oh, moving yeah. parts, right? He's practically, yep. Mm-hmm. So like for number five, mm-hmm. he has like a visor that moves up and down and his eyes can go side to side. And His eyes can go in and out too. Yeah. And he's yeah. got the, the um, lent, what are those? The aperture. Apertures, thank you, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, not to mention his arms and legs and his and tread. His, his mouth, that thing should, like would do like different colors for what kind of talking he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He was a really cool yeah. robot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I, I haven't I don't think I've seen the behind the scenes of like seeing the crew that worked him. But that'd be interesting to see how many people were on it, like how many different controls they had set up and stuff. That'd be cool. He reminds me of another robot. Does he? Yeah, he's like almost exactly like Wally. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's true. He's like the real life version of Wally. He basically Wally's smaller. Yep. yep. Um, but he even has the same visor and everything. He, he looked in the lenses and the shape of his head, like everything about him is Wally. He's taller though. He's not as compact as Wally, but it's, yeah. it's pretty insane. Even yeah. like, um, his propensity for like record, like watching recordings and TV, like Wally had that show that he liked to watch. And yeah, yeah. It's just really interesting how much he, you know, what you know what's crazy about number five is of the budget of the film mm-hmm. it was a 15 million dollar film budget 
1.4 million dollars was just the robot stuff whoa isn't that crazy whoa that seems like a lot to put into a prop that's i mean in in the 80s that's awesome it's the it was pretty much it the paid movie off. yeah yeah i mean if they hadn't done that the movie it wouldn't have been as good if, oh absolutely if not yeah good. i mean obviously the movie would have been amazing because it had uh uh debarge l debarge song in it <laughs> who's johnny that they played says. two to three times <laughs> in the movie Within like 20 minutes or something like that. Uh, that video, YouTube that, by the way, if you've never seen it. It's a courtroom scene and Ali Sheedy and the actors are in it. It's one of those. I've showed this <laughs> yes. to you before. Like yeah. in the 80s when MTV was first coming out, they were really like doing all they could to get attention for the videos. Like, um, oh, what was the one I showed you? It was the the Nile one. The uh, Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito were in it. Oh, racing the Nile or no, man. What is that movie called? Jewel- Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. Thank yes. you. Wow. Man, but I you also showed game. me the but, one with the Pointer Sisters. Uh huh. That song. I don't remember. The oh, name of the um, song. that one was uh, Neutron Dance. Yeah. 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 That's an amazing song. too. So it's weird. Like, so you're telling me that in the 80s, mm-hmm. like you would have a movie. Yes. With a song on the soundtrack. Yes. And then the actors that were in the movie yes. would separately record a music video for that song that was in the movie that they also performed in. Correct. And that would be on MTV. Correct. And sometimes, like the one that you showed me, I was like, does this have anything to do with the movie? And it really didn't. It's probably it was Short just- Circuit. That's the one where it was like, they're like in a courtroom and LaBarge or El DeBarge is like, um, like cross-examining different characters or something. And it's really wild. It's just cheesy. <laughs> it's very, very 80s. Yeah. But that one has nothing to do with the plot. I guess you could say it was part of the plot because Johnny was in, sorry, number five was in trouble with the law, or, you know, throughout the thing. So maybe, maybe who's Johnny being in a courtroom is him having to like defend his being alive, which is kind of a theme in the movie. I don't know. That reminds me too, like at the end of Short Circuit, they mm-hmm. were showing like all these other scenes. Oh, yeah, for the end credits that the just end, weren't in the movie. weren't in the movie at all. Yeah, yeah. So what happened to that? You know, they were like, no, we need more car chases. Yep. I don't want that in there. I want the car chase. What back. about that one time where he drove the car to a dump and then he got in a trash compactor and then saved yeah. himself? Yeah, that was like a whole, uh, what was that? I think that was them, like, they spent them over a million dollars on the robot. So if they just had, like, sizzle footage left of it still, they're like, we got just got to throw it in there. Sizzle footage? What sizzle. is that? Is that That's, a term? Yeah, sizzle reel. It's like the hotness, you know? <laughs> like a steak. It's sizzling. <laughs> okay. I've learned something new every time I, we talk. I, I try to uh, keep you well-informed and entertained. Um, so there was something else we were going to say about the movie. Uh, the most uncomfortable part of the movie. What was the most uncomfortable part of the movie? <laughs> I think we already talked about that. Oh, I meant like, oh, well, I, it's it's the lab partner for me. Like, it's just kind of cringy to watch it now. Yeah, because he's, he's he's a Caucasian man. Yes. But he's playing. He's playing an Indian doctor. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those interesting parts when you look at uh, movies where you see the you see it and you're like, okay. They made a choice to cast that person to 
to write the lines and to make the jokes and to do the things. And they were like, yup, that's what we want to do. That's how things are right now in the world. And it's just very interesting. That's part of uh, the journey of watching older films is you get a glimpse into kind of like how culture and society was back in the time, good and bad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that part was, uh, that, that hit me a little differently too. I didn't even, I probably didn't even think anything of it when I saw it as a kid. I probably didn't even know. I think I only learned that like a couple of years ago, honestly. I never <laughs> thought about it. And then all of a sudden it was like a story or something like that. Anyway, what was the other thing you wanted to talk about? You you said there was something else. Um. Oh, well, we were going to say at the end, we... Oh, we didn't even we finish with the... Up. Yeah, yeah, the summary, right. Well, after all the car chases, yeah. there's one final showdown. Everyone's there. Mm-hmm. The, the scientist and Ali Sheedy... Mm-hmm. And uh, I, f- I five, I five. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny five, five is in the van. Yep. And um, Ali Sheedy and the scientists are outside of the van, and there's like a standoff with the army. Mm-hmm. And the van's kind of like moving, and like John- Johnny Five or whatever you want me to call him, number five. <laughs> he's he's doing something, but you don't know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, like. He leaps out the back mm-hmm. and he tries to make a break for it. And then the army just shoots him down and yeah. he's gone. They blow him he's up. like totally blown to smithereens. And Ali Sheedy's like inconsolable. Mm-hmm. And um, a little while later, her and the scientists are driving in the van down the road. Right. And just it's like silent. Like, what do you do after that? So sad. She's like crying. Yeah. And he, yeah. he's trying to make her feel better. And he feels like crap, too, because mm-hmm. that was his robot. Mm hmm. And they're kind of talking a little bit. And then all of a sudden, Johnny's voice comes from the back. And mm-hmm. he says something like, I don't know, uh, like, I'm still here yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, He's like, why is everybody so sad? Yeah. And he was hiding underneath the van, mm-hmm. which how is that possible? I That one, he, you have to really stretch your imagination. He retrofits there. every vehicle he's in. He tears seats out. You see it multiple times. It's a running gag. So obviously he just used his laser, which has the accuracy to blow up a tank, blow up a boat, or shoot a belt buckle and heels off of boots. Yeah. That happened. It can do all those things. It can do all those things. So, I mean, it can, you know, surgically cut a hole in the bottom of the truck. I'm pretty sure. I'm saying he couldn't, there wasn't space for his body to hang under the truck. Mm -hmm. That's the stretch of imagination for me. I think he was just doing a Transformers thing where he just (laughs) flattened. (laughs) So, anyway, it turns out he was, that whole time they were having the standoff, he was building another, like, decoy Mm -hmm. robot. Yeah. And sent that down the road and it got blown up and he was there and everything was great. And it turns out that Dr. Steve has 40 acres of land so they can go live with all our animals and everyone is happy. And it's actually an ending to a movie. Yeah. It's not like an abrupt, er, you're done, mm-hmm. but it actually ended. And it was, it was, it was, it was. And they just kind of good ending. go off into the sunset. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was nice. With Johnny driving. <laughs> Johnny Five. Of course. Now he <laughs> keeps throwing the chairs out. But what happens if someone else needs to drive? He keeps literally ripping the chairs it's out of It's not like he's going to get tired. No one I else mean, will ever have to drive. He's got to recharge, though, at some <laughs> point. And he often drives on the wrong side of the road. Anyway, that's fine. We can trust him. I'm he's sure four he days sorted old. that all out. And sorted it all out. It. You know, we breezed over some of my favorite parts of the movie in there. Okay. Which were, um, and the coolest thing when you're a kid watching this movie is the gags. 
there's like he watches the three stooges and he does a lot of impersonations of different like television commercials and answers like them and when uh at one point in the movie the real robots the like the the ones that are programmed come after him and he defeats them adeptly three of them coincidentally Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the way that he defeats them they just happen to become slightly disfigured with either mud or branches or whatever and they end up looking like the three stooges and he reprograms them to be like three stooges (laughs) uh which was hilarious when i was 10 like that that was hilarious like that's just good old-fashioned slapsticky fun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um that scene also had my favorite, uh, actually my mother's favorite line in a movie. I want to say ever, because <laughs> as I was growing up, she would say this a lot to me. Um, What's the line? It I was, love it. it was, uh, hey, laser lips, your mama was a snowblower. <laughs> I love the way she said that. So I feel bad for every human being out there who never heard their mother say, hey, laser lips, your mama was a snowblower, because it was magical. (laughs) I loved it. Loved every time she did it. Yeah, that's great. It's wonderful. That, like, totally wins the whole movie. It does. It's, (laughs) it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, sorry, I'm just hearing her voice echoing in my mind of her saying it. Uh, Good times, good times. (laughs) Um, As an adult, did you have a favorite part? (sighs) My... My favorite part, actually, I, I replayed it uh, every once in a while. I realize this this part, this scene like replays in my mind just in random times. And it's usually when I'm going outside to like take care of something at night and it's dark. And yeah, I look up and Johnny Five in, in the movie the he's with the scientist and they got to like they're trying to prove that he's alive. The scientist mm-hmm. doesn't believe. And he, they're doing this by fire, by a bonfire, yes. like in the mountains. Yes, too. yes. And they're like, they start to go out and he's mm. like, oh, we got to get away from the truck. He goes, beautiful stars, better see. And I just love the way he says that beautiful stars, better see. <laughs> and it amuses the scientist that he has that kind of language. And Ali Shitty yells at him because like, that's how he talks. That's how he talks. He's four days old. Give him a break. <laughs> So I, I like that scene, the scene where you see them like slowly. It's like a it's like a trying to prove a problem montage. They kind of like go through different things and he's asking questions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then they go to the Rorschach test to to get to the final solution there. And then he's like, oh, it looks like a butterfly. Yep. And that proves that he's alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's probably my favorite part of the movie. Do you um, would you like AI to look like this in the future? Is this what you would like AI to do or or not? Oh, man. I mean, you actually hit on the reason why I picked this movie is AI has been in the news so much lately. And, you know, about two to three months ago is when ChatGPT came out. So it's only been that long. It's only been that long, which is just <laughs> insane. Yeah. It may have been less than that, actually, <laughs> since it's been public. OK. Uh, so when you started hearing about it in the news and everything. Do I want AI to be like Johnny Five? I would sure prefer it be like Johnny Five versus the alternative, like versus like Skynet and Terminator. <laughs> I would definitely prefer Johnny Five. There's a little bit though where his like childishness would mm-hmm. wear on you, and like then how helpful would it be? Because like in the beginning when what? he's in Ali Shivi's house, he's like 
curious about things and wanting input mm-hmm. so he's dumping mm-hmm. pots onto the floor yeah and, you know he's like just totally trashing mm-hmm. everything and so that's i don't necessarily think johnny five is helpful honestly like <laughs> he he is basically he can, he, can <laughs> he can drive that's true <laughs> uh if you just i guess if you follow him through the arc uh and keep going it'd be a heavy investment like it, uh, you know think about it like most of the time you buy a toaster or an oven and it, it out of the box does the thing you want it to do mm-hmm. but if you if this were the protocol they have to like shoot lightning into a generator they hit a machine to make it do the thing that's uh and then teach it have it like just organically learn everything like that that'd be an interesting thing to try and process but anyway i'm getting lost in the details he's not particularly helpful he's just like having another human frankly i want a robot to do stuff that like humans can't do Hmm. just saying yeah like, or like do things that humans don't want to do true like if johnny five was happy driving cars then that that's actually one of the scary things people don't like is self-driving right. cars because of the industry and it takes over jobs and all that fun stuff but maybe you could be like your job would become to just maintain the robot so then all the wages it makes you make you earn those or something to help offset yeah there's this restaurant in that uh has three servers mm-hmm. now that are robots yeah and the owner of the restaurant says that it actually like frees up the server's time mm-hmm. the human server's time so they can spend more time with the yeah customers and you know in turn maybe get bigger tips and something like that it's just like washing machines you know people were like well what am i gonna do with all my time if i didn't have to spend six hours doing laundry every day you find stuff. <laughs> There's always going to be something I mean, else to do. I think do. that's different than that, but uh, I see it, your point, I guess. It is definitely different. But my point is, is that if you had the time, then you could spend your time doing other things. Like if it was able to complete a task that takes you 30 minutes, you do it and it does it in 10, then it opens you up to do things more creatively and spend your time in a different way. Just kind of a cool concept. I wonder if Johnny Five ever gets to that point. Is there a short circuit too, where he learns and like there's more helpfulness? <laughs> there is a short circuit too. Oh my gosh, so, no. Uh, there is. There is. Oh my gosh. There is. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like apparently I have to add it to the list because you look pretty pleased by this. No. no. <laughs> I just want to see if he gets more useful. I remember That's what, what I'm happens. Asking. And I kind of want you... There's still some cringy parts about it now that I think about it. <laughs> But, no surprise there. No surprise. But it uh, it actually, I remember it being quite funny, like from, again, when I was a kid. So maybe we'll have to, uh, as the song at the end of the movie goes, come and follow me. <laughs> oh, um, if you designed a robot, what, what kind of robot would you design? If you were a robot designer. What kind of robot? Mm-hmm. Um, not an evil one. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Um, I would love a, like a personal assistant robot that does all the scheduling, like doctor's Mm. appointments, um, Mm. like things like that. Make sure phone calls, like when you have to call the insurance company Mm -hmm. and you know, you're going to be like on hold for a long time. I'd like a robot to just handle all of that stuff. Like you said, and then that would free up time for other more wonderful things. That's a good one. I think we're going to have to go check out part two to see if Johnny Five <laughs> learns how to do that. Uh, well, all right. For some reason, I feel like he would not be able to make an appointment. Uh, 
Like he would, I don't know. I think he would get it. He would he would schedule it for one o'clock a.m. instead of p.m. Yeah, or, or something like that. Yeah, or he would tell you like your dentist is at one o'clock and at the right time, but it's really like when you were supposed to get your car detailed. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be like those kind of mix-ups. Yeah, he might get there eventually, though. You know, who knows? With enough input. With enough input, <laughs> more input. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this was fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Me too. Till next time. Bye.